Welcome to Growth Equation Principles, where we explore the key ingredients to health, well-being, and peak performance. We're your hosts, Jojo McDuffie and Brad Stahlberg. Jojo, uh, good afternoon. Another recording session for the Growth EQ Principles. How are you doing? My man Brad, I am doing uh, the, the, the best that I can right now. Um, I'm, I'm excited about our topic today, especially since September is Suicide Prevention Month and no better way to really get some awareness out about that while talking about self-compassion as a form of self-empathy. Yeah, so self-compassion um, to me means being kind to yourself and creating a space where you can hold yourself really lightly, um, particularly when you are in the midst of really going for something and falling short. And I think that there is this perception in the performance world that I know we are trying to unwind that self-compassion, empathy towards oneself, those are kind of kumbaya, woo-woo, soft types of um, mindsets. But I would argue that the opposite is true, and, and research shows that they're actually really effective mindsets. Yeah, I, I would agree. You know, it's you. You're not being a doormat or being, you know, touchy feely, so to speak. But it just means, like you said, it's self kindness. You're being generous and decent to yourself. Um, but I also think there's that that added uh, portion of uh, a sense of common humanity. You know, the things that you're going through are not these isolated issues. There's someone else who may be going through the same thing. Your your, your issues are not unusual problems. Yeah, talk more about that, Jojo, because the you know the root of the word compassion is uh, passio, passion, which means to suffer, and then come or co means to suffer with. So that's self compassion in in in, a, in its root is to suffer with, and self compassion is your suffering with yourself, um, and you're holding that suffering, and then from that you actually gain all kinds of compassion which is to to be able to suffer with others and to understand someone's pain. So um I would be curious to hear more on how that manifests for you both personally and professionally. And then also cuz I promised I'd do it real quick um the science. So lots of research now shows that when individuals that are high achievers, high performers um fail or take missteps or fall off the path, those that have some self-compassion training and are kind to themselves are significantly more likely to get back on the path to recover from their failure faster than those that are overly judgmental and hard on themselves. So don't beat yourself up when you fail. When you fail, the self-talk, the mindset's got to be like, oh, what I'm doing is really hard. I'm doing the best that I can. I'm a human. I'm going to give myself some time. I can be upset about this failure. But that means that nothing is wrong with me as a person. And that mindset is so much better than the, you suck. I need to pick myself up by the bootstraps. Why can't I ever get this right? Why does this happen to me? And all that negative self-talk. Yeah, I, I would agree. You know, with self-compassion, if, if, if you don't have that form of self-talk, you know, you can 
you can really start to dehumanize yourself. You can really start to hurt yourself. You talk down on yourself. It becomes a form of like self-depreciation. And I, I think the, the biggest difference is there is, you know, it's okay for us to criticize ourselves as a form of motivation. But if you continue to criticize yourself and that's all you're doing, then it becomes this sense of self-depreciation where, you know, your, your confidence and your, your self-worth just is damaged and you're talking doubt and, and, and insecurities. Um, when I, when I'm working with clients on the professional side, those who have, um, I guess those who benefit the most from those who have a benefit of self-compassion, they are the ones who um, are control in control of their emotions, right? So when things aren't going their way, they take that time and say, all right, I, I, I can handle this. This isn't the worst thing versus saying, shit, I'm in trouble you know, fuck it. I'm done. I'm going to go on a binge. They have an opportunity to, to, they have the ability to really rein in their feelings. They can regulate their feelings much, much more than someone who says, I just, I just couldn't help it. I had to go on this, on this binge. And I think that we often complicate the, the overregulation of feelings. It's definitely not complicated. It's simple. Now, something that we often say is simple doesn't mean easy. So it's an ongoing practice and something you have to keep coming back to. But it it, it really is as simple as just pausing. Pausing in that moment when you want to beat yourself up and just saying, hey, like I'm doing the best that I can. Um, I, I, when my young, when my son was young, and he'd wake up in the middle of the night, I would often get into a very negative thought cycle, um, self-talk that was very bad, doubtful. And for me, it became a practice of just pausing and being like, hey, like having an infant wake you up in the middle of the night is really hard. Parenting is really hard. Parenting in a small apartment is really hard. I'm doing the best that I can. And I don't know, how long did that take? 20 seconds? But in those 20 seconds, I preempt all the negative thinking and self-talk. And of course, I'm much better able to deal with what's in front of me, which is a crying infant, than when I'm stuck in my head being really negative. Yeah. But so what what I really hear you saying, though, is that you you noticed something and you took the time to, to call it out, right? So that's that's more that practice of being present that we've talked about. And I mean, self-compassion itself is a skill that you have to practice. And I think we all have different ways of approaching that type of situation. So for me, if I'm being self-critical, I'm going to catch myself and figure out all right, what am I doing right now and then go the opposite direction. Uh, for others, they need a coach or they need someone in their ear to really catch them of, look, I know you think things are bad right now, but trust me, it's going to be okay. Like for me, that's, that's my grandmother. <laughs> that's my, 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 my grandmother in my ear said, Hey baby, look, I, I know times are hard, but you, you, you know, t- tomorrow's a better day. Um, but then there's also this concept of if I'm going to be, um, 
in, in, in touch with myself and more self-motivating self-talk, sometimes I just got to say, hey, man, you're doing a hell of a job. Keep this going. So taking out the, the thought of it being all about suffering, but also recognizing that, you know, you, you're doing all right right now. We're moving in the right direction. Yeah, I love this um this quote that the the whole point of meditation, which is something that I practice regularly in big part to become more compassionate towards others and myself, but the whole point of meditation is to become your own best friend. And when you gave me that quote about your grandma, I'm like that self-compassion in a nutshell is channeling your grandma towards yourself. Because when you sit and you meditate, all kinds of negative thoughts come up. You have scratches, you have itches, you hear the garbage truck outside, and then you're like, oh, I can't meditate because the garbage truck is making noise. And the whole practice is not judging yourself for any of that and just saying, it's really hard to meditate. Like, you're doing okay. Um, And I think the more of it, especially high performers and high achievers, can create that space to become their own friend, to give them those words that your grandma gave you, or at least that you channel from her the better. And meditation is just one way to do it. But it's just about creating that kind of space and being kind to yourself. Yeah. And I, you know, the, the big thing about all of this is that it takes time for us to figure out what actually works best for us. Right. So whether it's, you know, it's that self-talk or you, you have that person who's in your ear all the time uh, motivating you, it takes time to figure out what actually feels most compassionate and actually resonates with you. Um, but I, I think people have to understand more the, the, the benefits of being able to um, show yourself some grace. Yeah, I love it. Uh, as Jojo said, it is Suicide Awareness Month. And um, if you are listening and you are struggling or suffering or know someone who is, Sometimes self-compassion isn't enough. Um, So if you're in a hole that you feel like you can't get out, please, please, please um, seek out professional help um, immediately. And otherwise, for those of you that are just riding the waves of life's up and downs, uh, we get a lot of high achievers listening to this show. It's really just about pausing, reminding yourself that what you're doing is hard, not giving yourself a free pass. Um, but shaking off the dust, giving yourself a proverbial pat on the ass, and then getting back on the path instead of kicking yourself while you're down. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of the Growth Equation Principles. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend to tell a friend, and we will catch you next week.